did we? Don't even say it. Oh, what have I done? I can't remember anything. We were in the greenhouse. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJ Kate and Bea. Let's get the neighbors. Hello, this is Neighbors. We are the Neighbors Recap Podcast. We talk about episodes of the Aussie Soap Neighbors. Uh, that have aired. We are in Australia, Melbourne, balmy evening in Melbourne, Australia, Victoria, the COVID state. We are COVID free. Well, we're no longer COVID. What was it? 42 days with no new COVID cases. Yeah. Brag. What a flex. I know. And then <laughs> now we've just had two days of some cases, but they're from international arrivals. So we don't count them. It's not community transmission. No. Nah. We're outside. We're just going to keep recording outside of a summer evening. It is so beautiful out here. It's lovely, except I've got the citronella candle going because I don't trust the bugs. And it's Christmas party season and my neighbours are getting on the turps, I think. But I don't know, just having a, having a merry time. And so there might be a bit of ambience. So <laughs> we'll just deal with it. But this is what happens when you subdivide blocks. You just have to hear each other's business. I'm there. Hi. I do this. I write for the TV on a quiz show. And then I, in my um, off time, I can't suspend disbelief. So I drive myself batty by talking about neighbours. And I have Kate here, who is at Remude on Twitter. Hello, Kate. Hi, Vaya, And hi, everybody. It's so nice to be back. Yeah. Well, I had an impromptu two-week hiatus because... I'm trying to have it all, and it's very difficult to have it all. (laughs) To be honest, we were all tired. Like it's, you know, I mean, I'm sorry that the UK is going through COVID hell right now. But, you know, after so many weeks of lockdown, now we've been released. We've got Mm. all these kind of obligations to do, and we're just just knackered. It's really exhausting. It's And it's quite funny that the whole city is going through it. The whole state mm. is going through it. Like I've got so many friends and relatives that are fatigued. I've got yeah. some people that can't do Christmas. It's just, it's been a lot. Yeah, It's, 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 it's going to take a while to warm back up to quote unquote normal, but hopefully there's some really good things we can take from it. Yes. And I know that CJ will want us to shout out 91 year old Margaret in the UK who stepped forward and took the vaccine first. What a champion. I teared up when I saw that. And you know, Bloody good luck to you all over there. I'm, so, you know, it's yeah. so wonderful that they're able to get the um, vaccine. Get your vax on, mm. guys. Get your vax on. Go the jab. And yeah, CJ's got a big week at work. She's travelling interstate for work. I know what the hell, man. People do that. Yeah. People catch planes. It's happening. So neighbours cancel business. Sweetie, it's just business. Do I sound, I sound a bit husky today? I think it's just because I've been outside talking mm. to family today. It's but peak hay, hay fever season as yeah, well. Yeah, it's not, it's not a symptom. Don't worry, guys. It's not a symptom. Um, <laughs> so much business to catch up on. Firstly, I just uploaded, again, sorry for the delay, I fell off the earth and I had to take an impromptu hiatus to literally fit my job. Vaya, tell son. the truth. You flew off to Switzerland to help <laughs> Ellie out with baby Asta. She's having sleep problems. I had to go be a, a night nanny. What I just dropped on Patreon, though, is the Nay Hubs episode, the special bonus companion episode to podcast episode 192. And if, if you're not on Patreon, buy yourself a one-month Christmas present. Yes, do that. I've done it to other podcasts. I just jo- join up for a month. I did it to I Hi By Lie. I hate it, but I love it. And I binged their back catalogue and then just cheaped out the next month. Uh, and they were they're fine with it. I'm fine with it. Join up, listen to the Nay Hubs, dip back out again. Beth and Sophie just joined. Welcome. 
to the fold. But the Nahub, so it's my partner, your husband, CJ's husband, all discussed the International Men's Day episode of Neighbours. Because why not, like Neighbours, why not have men talk about men? (laughs) And they did a beautiful job, KB, Hamish and Phil, appreciated it. I only wanted to ask them to do 10 minutes and they went above and beyond. They did a halfer. And Sarah just wrote in the Neighbours Council, I'll read her comment, it's really sweet. OMG, I'm loving the Nahubs. What lovely sweet men you've all chosen. Aw, that's so nice. Lovely. Patreon.com slash NeighboursPod. And after this episode, I'll upload Trimmings, which is a storyline we save for Patreon. Um, We've got a bit to hit. Why don't we... Hang on, I have more council business for you. Oh, yeah, no, I haven't moved on. Don't you worry. Go for it, though. Well, a few weeks back, after our last recording... I get a text from my sister-in-law and she said, OMG, Kate, we had drinks with the newish neighbours from the house next door last night. They are close friends of the Bleep family and are having Christmas with them. Now, I want you to guess who her neighbours are friends with. Are we in the neighbours universe right now? We 100% are. Okay. Dennis family. Who are the Dennises? Stefan Dennis? Oh, no, no. Only like the most famous family. (gasps) Minogue. Yes. And you know how they became friends with the Minogues? What? They were neighbours with them. Oh. And hang on a minute. You're finding this out now. Well, the, the, the neighbours are only newish. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. That is glorious. Yeah, because the Minogues are in a la-di-da part of town, aren't they? Yeah. And my sister-in-law said, we apologised for not living up to their standard. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I never. That is a great win as that we say at my workplace. That's a well, I never. Well, apparently Denny was coming around to see their house. No. And so I was like, oh my God, you just need to drop in when she's there. Yeah, borrow a cup of sugar. Exactly. I can't follow that, but I will. With Helen, who joined the Facebook group, Neighbours Council, and she listens to the podcast on a Friday evening after I've watched the last episode of the week. Only good thing about the UK being three weeks behind is there's a Neighbours waiting for me. Aww, that's better than me watching Lewis on a Friday night. What's that? <laughs> this is cue the saddest bitch in Melbourne music. Yeah. <laughs> that's the sequel to Morse. Oh, of course, yes. Uh, yeah, so, sorry, it's been a couple of weeks. I forgot that Kate's 85. Um, I'll, be, I'll be lining up for my jab. <laughs> can you remind me, actually, I've got, can you do a plant rant so that I can ask you some questions? Okay. Oh, no. Okay, throwback to a few minutes ago when I mentioned that I uploaded the Nahubs episode. Yeah. And I had a typo in the title. Oh, no. I upload, usually I call them trimmings. Yeah. Little extra bits. And I forgot the T. <gasps> I forgot the T. Oh, my God. That's not good. And I just did a quick little sneaky edit and I thought no one would have noticed that. Two people now have noticed that I called it rimmings. Sorry, Nahubs. I'm really sorry. <laughs> um, I just wanted to say Nay tweets. Always tells people on Twitter. Bless their heart. When it's safe to listen to the Neighbours episode that lines up with the UK. That is a community service. Thank you so much, Tweets. Ain't no room in the Neighbours host's brains to deal with that right now. So thank you, Tweets. Because you're doing business with you. So. Oh, that was all the... Yeah. Cut. <sighs> Shut up, Neighbours. Shut up, actual Neighbours. That's all right. It's it's Neighbours, actual. Actual Neighbours. <laughs> with the ambiance of... This is, this is... We are Dr. Carl. And remember when I loved my favourite new share house, the mm. Brunackers and yep, yep. Nicolette? We're Carl and that's them. Yeah. So they're off doing the limbo next door. <laughs> I, this is a few things that happened since we've podcasted. My favourite share house is in ruins. <laughs> it's yeah. become the worst house on the street. Everything was great, Kate. Everything was mm-hmm. wonderful. 
Jane was living up in a buddy comedy with Susan and Carl. And then Nicolette and the Brunackers were getting sloshed mm. and having wild parties. Everything was sweet on Ramsey Street. And now Carl and Susan have taken another waif in and the Brunackers had quite an incredible one-night stand. Like, it's one of the most unique one-night stands I've ever seen on television in that they got drunk, decided that Nicolette would be their baby mama, mm. and so she they found some utensils in the kitchen drawer and she went and impregnated herself. Can, can the listeners hear my disapproval <laughs> coming through on this? Because that was such a poor choice, wasn't it? Extremely poor choice because, again, like when they when Chloe and Pierce invited Naomi into the bedroom, one of the... Mm. One of the parties, one of the members of the thruple was not keen. No. David has never been keen. He's more sensible. Like, I mean, Aaron, he's beautiful, but he's pretty thick. Mm. He couldn't even run a gym in a container by himself. And I have no energy to watch two men get impatient for the two-week wait. For people not Mm. in the know, the two-week wait is that moment between... Conception. Well, yeah, between your ovulation and the the date your period's meant to start. Yeah, and it is. And after a few years of trying to get baby Dr. Carl to join us on this earth, of that weight, I don't have any interest in... Hearing about someone else's. Hearing Aaron's impatience. (laughs) I'm sorry, Aaron. Have you ever been anxious waiting for your period? No. You can have a seat. I don't need to hear this journey from you right now. Can she take a test yet? Can she take a test yet? Get fucked. I want to talk about Dr. Carl and Susan's Christmas party. Well, hang party. on. Going back to that. Do you think she's actually pregnant? I think she's faked it. <gasps> she's done a Tash Williams. I reckon. With the Sharpie. Because <laughs> that was that my is, first thought. My God, lady, you are pregnant. <laughs> That's my first thought when she came out of the bathroom. Yeah. One that it's, it's meant to be the most accurate earliest. Right. I couldn't tell. I was going out cheapo because I, didn't, I yeah. just didn't want to invest too highly. But um, disappointment. I just don't. I think it was all too convenient that she reached into her pocket and said, "Well, here's something I prepared earlier." And she's a nurse. She could get some pregnant ladies' wee somehow. Maybe Tash Williams is doing a little racket online and just like she's got an Etsy shop where she just (laughs) sells doctored pregnancy tests to people with a pink sharpie. You could do it easily enough. You could just you know just crack one open. Got some upstairs. I never threw them out from baby Dr. Carl. No, no, no. I mean they get a bit old and wizened. Anyway, TMI, it's been a long couple of weeks. I forgot how to talk to people about neighbours. All right, so are we moving on? So do we we think it's a fake? Hands up if you think it's a fake now. Okay, two hands up and one poor, disinterested poor. Although I was extremely intrigued by the fact that David, what, he's furious. Yeah, I love that. And I loved it that he's he's just realised, oh, no, I'm beholden to an absolute shonk. Yeah, she's a shonk. And... The, to the point where he's like, I don't, well, I don't want it. I don't want the baby. Like, wow, all that time we were hoping there would be possible abortion storyline with Chloe. Turns mm. out David's like, well, let's go, guys. Do you want this controversial storyline? But if, if there is it. a baby, she's never going to abort her because she's got her like meal ticket right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. what What is Nicolette's agenda? She's a tricky biscuit and I'm intrigued by her and I'm enjoying the journey I like on a roller coaster, sometimes I want to throw up from the journey, but afterwards, I think I've been on a thrill ride. You have to say, she's entertaining. Yeah. Whereas she's not some old Blando that you're like, no. I couldn't care about your love life. Oh, speaking of Blando, mm. let's get over. We got we want to do a deep dive on the Christmas party at the Kenden at the Kenden. What, Blando or Blee? Bl- <laughs> yes, I was thinking of um, tawdry 
firstly. Audrey, oh, yeah. Oh, oh well, don't let, the, don't let the door hit you on the way out, Audrey. Baudry, I saw her referred to this week. Snaudry, how about? Yeah. But actually, what's more boring? Audrey as one person or Bevi as a couple? Oh, Audrey, Audrey, she was bad. She was but like Bevi's not far behind. Bring at least B's got a beautiful singing voice. She redeems herself every night. She sings that theme song. In fact, I was waiting for B to redeem this Christmas party with. I thought Christmas Carol charades was going to involve B singing a Christmas Carol, which we enjoy. Yeah, bit of a holy night, bit of drummer boy. Um, the, as a side note, that new Benny Turland dance video with the remixed Neighbours theme. What a great version of the Neighbours theme. Banger. So that's been remixed with Bonnie Anderson's yes. voice. Delightful. It's the summer promo. Which Love it. had the Neighbours Council all a flutter and I didn't have the energy for it, but I enjoyed that everybody else did because everyone was playing super sleuth in that video trying to spot the Easter eggs. Yes. I'm just impressed by Benny Turlin doing a bloody somersault in the street. Oh, he's wonderful. It's a shame he doesn't dance as a character. Yeah. Although it's nice that it's... Oh, look, we've been there, done that. Yeah, we with have. Kate Ramsey, and that was shocking. <laughs> but she wasn't a real professional dancer. I can just... <laughs> was she doing, like, she all that a, jazz or something? She was just a normal lady. <laughs> <laughs> that was apparently a prodigy. Whereas Benny is the Bonnie of dance. Anyway, it's pure joy on Instagram. Have a look. But Amy Greenwood makes a cameo, Jacinta Stapleton, yes. in the promo. And obviously she debuted this what? week. Lance's Amy... Amy's Amy. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Imagine being like shackled to Lance's name after like bloody 20 years. Although people are wondering if Lance is due for a comeback since he came back to be a Teletubby. Well, we were speculating that when we thought that the mystery lady was his mum. But then now it turns out it's not his mum. So Now who is she? It's apparently Melanie Pearson. Yep. yep. Who is that? You need to put in a grab of her like honking laugh at this stage though. I can't do it. I can't even do it. It's that bizarre. You all live in the same house together? Gee. Well, it's, it's all right. We've, uh, we've got pretty thick walls here. <gasps> oh, Henry, thick walls! <laughs> and I just remember, like, Charlene and Scott kind of just, like, reacting to her by laughing at her laugh. But then later on, she actually, I think she came back and then ended up getting married to Joe Mangle. Really? Yeah, so she's technically Jane's... Aren't even though they're, they're okay. roughly roughly the same age, so that would be her in, I reckon, because she's related to Jane. But mind you, they have Joe and um, Melanie have since divorced. Okay, and I feel like maybe she worked for Paul for a while, maybe at the Daniels Corporation. Now you've just reminded me of my favourite development from the yeah. week. Have a little guess about what it is. Something about Paul. It's jive, jive talking, jive, jive. <laughs> Oh, mate. Jane oh. and Clive. Well, that's the end of the Christmas Jane episode. Jane and Clive. Jane so- and Clive. Somebody was hooking up next to the durian because nothing puts you in the mood like the smell of like stinky poo fruit. Wow. I didn't see it coming and I love it. Yeah. Because clearly we'll get, to, well, we'll get to it, but the actors have a rapport. They've well, known each other for ages. They've known each other since Jane was in high school and, you know, that's the way most romances start. <laughs> he was a, already qualified as a doctor and she was a high school student. I thought you were going to say qualified as a gorilla gram. <laughs> yeah, look, he, he did go to the upstairs gorilla gram college, but he was also a doctor. So, yeah, I mean, let, let's put aside that weirdness back then. Um, it's interesting because I feel that Jeff Payne's performance with Colette, mm. it's a very um, Al- Abbott and Costello. Like oh, I love got it. The comedy they just, double they act. bounce off each other. But Clive and Jane have like a romantic comedy dynamic. Yes. 
which is different, different kind of chemistry, and I'm here for it, and we'll get to it. So, why, Kate, have Carl and Susan thrown a house party for Christmas? Uh, Because they're going away to Queensland for Christmas, and also, we think it was meant to actually screen on Christmas Day in the UK. Yes. It would have been perfect. It's actually a really lovely episode. I... Love the shout out to Billy and Anne and Malcolm and Catherine are flying over. I mean, good luck with that. Good and luck, Libby. Good sorry. luck getting a flight. But no, they're, they're using Swiss Air, I imagine, um, which is still flying. So that's great. This is what I wish they would do more of on soaps on TV when characters are long running soaps. Yeah. Or, or um, like dramas like SVU is I wish they would say, well, I'm not going to have Christmas here because I've got family interstate. So we're going to have a big bash. We're yeah. Gonna, oh, we're not going to have my wedding here. I'm going to have it in Adelaide, but we're going to have mm. a big rehearsal. No, dinner. we're going to have a second wedding in Adelaide. <laughs> Ugh. Although that did make sense because he was rich. But ah, oh, by Pierce of shit, Fierce. Yeah. Left Melbourne. Done, honey. We'll miss you. <laughs> and so will Dippy because she still holds a candle. She had one last crack. When she found out yeah. he was breaking up with Chloe. The saddest bitch. Oh, no. Dippy. Dippy. Uh. Actually, no. The saddest bitch is Puffy having to watch her pine after Pierce when he was saying goodbye. Nah. You know what? I'm liking that promo. Um, Amy Greenwood giving him the eye. Which weirds me out because to me she's still 19 or whatever. But no, she's his peer. She's Puffy's contemporary. She's 40. <laughs> So the Kennedys think the street could use some cheering up and they somehow think inviting this fractured family in the Rebecca's over is going to make for a great time. Yeah, and we'll invite Roxy and... And Coyle. No, he's gone to... Oh, that's it. oh, we've been blamed, by the way, in the council. We've been blamed, not in the council, in our private correspondence by friend of the pod, Brett Bowman. Oh. Blamed us for the death of Bossy because we took two weeks off. Two, You took two weeks <laughs> off, they killed the dog. Oh, bossy. She hasn't, she's not dead yet, mate, right? Just, there, there could be a miracle German cure for her tumour. I mean, really, Coyle, you left years ago. Bossy doesn't give a shit about you now. Of all the reasons to leave Ramsey Street that we've had this year, that was the strangest. That was weird. Why did he even need to leave? Stop writing people out. We, we get it. It's a weird filming situation at the moment. Like, go down and visit your mum in Frangers. Just say Melbourne just opened up again. The tram's inundated with bookings. Um, mind you, they wouldn't have known at the time when they were filming when Melbourne was going to reopen. They're too busy trying to work out UK Christmas, yeah. poor bastards. This party I thought was very cleverly done, speaking of COVID restrictions. Yeah. Because they've still got the two pods. I think they will be coming back together soon because I think um, recently on April stories, I thought that I saw that they've relaxed more. They've started to be able to touch each other again. Oh. Yeah. After Don Hanny's left. <laughs> God, <laughs> God damn it. I got to hug some of my relatives today. I got the most hugs today that I have, like, since I've given birth. I got like five hugs today. Aww. And I'm like, is there anything you need after you've given birth? It's a hug. Yeah. Poor old Susan. Now, Kate, you don't often sympathize with Susan, but I feel this episode you would have sympathized with Susan. Mm-hmm. She just wanted to host a party. Yeah. She's finally got. Like most of the house to herself again. Yep. She wants to just put on a nice show. And Toad, bloody Toad, brings a date. Oh. Snordry. Who has to come in and try to micromanage everything at the party. And this is Nicolette's nursing buddy from back in the Canberra days who they um, did some dodgy dealings by pocketing 
a dying man's lotto ticket. Scratchy ticket, we learn. Honestly, Vaya, fuck that woman. Seriously. <laughs> Just keep the cash. What's with this moral, like, crisis of conscience or something just look okay if you're listening to this and you've done the same thing you've got my personal blessing yeah keep the fucking just keep it it's nobody knows about it it's a scratchy they're immoral anyway they're usually the prizes have usually all been claimed i'm sure people have accidentally thrown out scratchies they've won stuff on it's the same thing it's like he accidentally threw it out his name wouldn't have been registered on it no that's actually heaps better than a lottery ticket i just feel like is a lot worse a scratchy probably got sent to him in a card Probably buy one of those kids that ignores him. Actually, then that does feel shonky. But still. (laughs) But, you know, this is where we can roll out the, I don't care. I don't care. I love it. I don't care. In fact, David's reaction was in another stratosphere. Whoa, hey, come on, take it easy. Come I don't want to take it okay. easy. I'm absolutely livid about this, okay. and you should be yeah, too. Okay. All right, I'm unhappy as well, but it's not like she went and stole the money this morning, is it? What difference does that make? I mean, she made a mistake. I mean, yes, it is bad to steal from your patients. I think that's probably something when you're in a hospital. It's against his ethics, but, mate, we've all, who hasn't rolled out the prescription pad for some gangster that Leo's trying to... Rehabilitate. <laughs> I know. I mean, he's very lucky to still be a doctor. Get back in your glass house, David. But what? What? What is bloody Baudry's friggin' agenda? Uh, why? She suddenly. Why? It was never explained why she suddenly had a crisis of conscience. She had to fly down mm. to Melbourne, had to find Nicolette and force her to have the money that she had spent. Just give back the cash and just say it was a twenty-five thousand dollar ticket. Yeah. Here look, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Who cares, Audrey? Oh, God, Audrey, sort it out. But the best part of this all coming out, though, is Toad dumping her for it. (laughs) Yeah, he wouldn't even even escort her to the police station. That's gold. He's like, oh, mate, I've got... I've had enough grifters in my life. uh, It's like this year. So he needs a break. But thank God. Look, sure, she's a lovely actress, but that character... My God, that character what a trial. did her no favours. Sweets, do not put that on your show reel. Do not. Like, Unless she's going for some sort of wholesome Christian drama in the US oh, or yeah, something. Actually, no, put it on your show reel. That's a great idea. Um, if they're going to remake Seventh Heaven or something like that, yes. she's going to fit right in. Perfect. Yes, okay. And you know who would be also great on that? Former father. Oh, my God. Imagine that spin-off that, like... If I'm already subscribed need, to like, it. I yeah, want like it. A, a Pentecostal channel in the US <laughs> to take that up, the two of them. Like, him, he could be the, the saintly priest. She could be the saintly nun. Yeah, fallen from grace. I'm already, we're already there. We're, let's pitch this. Netflix takes submissions. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that role did her zero favours. Again, yeah, David, like, at least just... Okay, it's against his ethics, but I kind of wanted Chloe or Aaron to go, yeah... Why wouldn't you? Pocket, like, pocket well, a few Chloe G's. Did, didn't she? She was like, yeah, I've done worse. Yeah, this year. <laughs> <laughs> so Audrey is in a flap about this stolen money, ticket money. So she just funnels it into the Sonia Rebecca Foundation. Oh, using her lame-ass old email address too. Yeah, sunshine and butterflies or sausage dogs and sunshine. and Yeah, professional. Rookie error. If you're making one fake email address, make two. I think she wanted to flush Nicolette out by giving Tony the money. But, like, Nicolette physically cannot save money faster. Unless oh. she starts cash for company up again. Oh. There's no way she could make that money back so quickly. Why wouldn't she, Nicolette? 
that all comes out because Nicolette is scared that all this is going to catch up with her. So she starts planting rumours about Audrey to try and get her out of everybody's yeah, lives. Yeah, to say, oh, this she's always very intense with her boyfriends. She, she should have just said, guys, I'm afraid Audrey's dull. <laughs> and Toadie's a larrikin. Remember how, like, at least Sonia had an addiction in her past to spice it up a bit? But also, Sonia was playful. She role-played with Toad. Like, she, you know. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't see, you know, Baudry out there pretending to be the... Signorita. Yes. <laughs> Sonia nooted up for Toadie for a business lunch. Like, Sonia had a spark. Mm. Oh, Snaudry. Anyway, it all came out eventually. Yeah. And because Dr. Carl's a leaky sieve... So then he got them both disbarred or whatever whatever the word De-registered. is. Deregistered. And also, so yeah, ruined both their careers <laughs> and also absolutely fucked up the Sonia Rebecca um, foundation. Well, I'm going to say Toadie is single-handedly fucking up that foundation himself. Mm. I might save that for a, later in the pod, but. Do they do any fundraising for it? Do they have anyone working is, there? I'm worried for those buddy club members. <laughs> is anyone looking in on them? <laughs> it's, it's, What's that? They've gone all Lord of the Bums. Yeah, they have. <laughs> on Bum Someone's Island. left them out there because the other day Toadie's like, oh, I'm going to put this um, money, Audrey money, into starting a program where people are mentored by older people. And I'm like, Toadie, that's the buddy club. You need to go find those kids because you have that. You have that. Coil was supposed How to be looking after them. How Old Watson Maine. Yeah. Send Coil down there. Instead of Germany, he could have said, I'm going on retreat with the buddy club. Yeah. <sighs> Um, anyway, Snordry keeps ruining Christmas. Oh, God, can't we just end Snordry now? <laughs> okay, she's gone. All right, she's gone. Okay, no more Snordry talk. What's happening outside? This is the clever thing about the COVID filming. We've got some action inside. We've got some action in the backyard. Roxy's brought some unnamed clear liquor to spice up the punch. Do you know what I wish? I wish Roxy had just injected Audrey directly with the spiking <laughs> so that Audrey could have been interesting. I love it. She's just like a teenager though. Do you reckon she brought along some like oranges that she'd like injected with vodka or something? Surely they would have had some jelly shots there. At least jelly. Like I reckon Jane would have brought a tray of jelly cups just wholesomely. Mm. Then they all start playing Christmas carol charades, which disappointed me because oh. I thought it was going to be actual Christmas carols, like name that tune style. Yeah, to be honest, that again was quite boring, that part. Because... That, I don't want to see people miming yeah. on the TV, pantomiming. But yeah, throughout, Jane was saying, oh, geez, this punch is very Moorish. Um, which punch is delicious, typically. Yeah. I mean, generally, it's pretty easy to tell if it's been spiked yeah. as well. It doesn't taste like fruit juice anymore. Yeah. And then, yeah, later on, we hear that Chloe saying, oh, we had someone out there in the, uh, in the, the, the glass house, was it? Yeah, well, actually, they thought it was Bevi. Because yes. snooze, 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 someone's put up the mistletoe and then oh, yeah. Bevi end up under it. Yes, because Sheila was trying to get Clive under it. Poor Sheila. She looked stunning in, oh, yeah. in her Mrs. Claus, sex svelte Mrs. Claus get up. I'm ready for that relationship to be done. If not forever, for now. Like, yeah. it, they, I'm happy for them to have a breather. Yeah, I don't want Sheila's heart dragged around nah. anymore. She's too good to be somebody's doormat. Yeah. She's an executive bar manager, she reminded us this week, when she met Amy. So Bevi get together, whatever. They think it's them. Um, yeah, getting it on next to the yeah. durian. No, then it's the classic wake up morning after shot. Yeah. Jane sits bolt upright in bed and naked Clive's next to her and they both got Shizzled. three sheets to the wind and got under the sheets with each other. 
with the old ginger fox. Well, actually, he is now a counsellor in real life, Jeff Payne. I'd just like to point that out. Yes, he won his... He won a place on the, the local council where he lives. Congratulations, well Jeff done. Payne. Well done. Did Paul Mercurio yes, win his? Yes, he did too. Wow. What a, what a week. Well, what, a, what a month for Neighbours candidates. Anyway, Jeff, Schlive, Clive, Jive. Look, talking. would you be feeling regret if you woke up to naked him? No, but that's not why Jane had regret. That's not why either of them had regret. That was one of their besties. That was... Yeah, they don't want to upset Sheila. But, yeah, two reasons. Yeah, they're BFFs. They have weekly dinners, which is mm. precious, since Jane's been back in town. I like the idea that they got back mm. into contact. And, yeah, Jane's like, oh, I feel bad for Sheila. Sheila thinks there's a chance for them to reconcile. So they they had a lot of fun scenes avoiding each other. Like, KB made me rewind and watch again because I missed it when Jane was like i got to go. Coffee's calling. Morning. Morning. Coffee calls. Have a good day. It was really cute. Then they, they say, okay, look, let's – got to talk this out. We're friends. We don't want to ruin our friendship over a roll in the hay. So she invites him over, but they don't want Sheila to see, so they turn all – they close all the blinds and turn Aww. all the lights out, and then it's accidentally intimate and romantic. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, on Friday, they're talking about having you know, dinner some other time. She goes, okay, it's a date. And he, got, he said, can it really be a date? And I was like – Oh, it was charming. We should do it more often. In, in fact, we should have dinner this week. Oh, it's a date. <laughs> Can it be? I would like Clive to find someone less emotionally volatile as Sheila. Just to mix it up. But the other line I really enjoyed was when she was worried about Sheila's feelings and Clive goes, it's because you're very kind. Oh, <laughs> she is. And I'm glad they've spiced her up a bit with this storyline because I was worried she was going to become a bit like a just like a wet sponge. She was she can be a bit schmaltzy. Yeah, worried that she was going to turn into the latter day Mrs. Mangle. She was a bit one dimensional in that she was such a prude and she was a villain because of that. Mm. Yeah, I'm just I'm glad they've given her a bit of a spice. Someone in the council observed that Nicolette's reminding them a bit of like they can see a bit of Mangle. Oh yeah, well she's got touch of the her. bitch. Yeah, exactly, yeah, touch yeah. of the bitch. So, delight. I was filled with delight while I was throwing my head against the wall with the Branaka baby mm. scandal, which I also enjoyed that Jane started up a WhatsApp group, chat group for the household, and she called it the Hasto Branaka <laughs> chat. <laughs> which, when she said that, I was like, oh God, I have no idea what Nicolette, Nicolette's surname is. Stone. Oh, okay. So, which maybe it's a nod to Georgie. Don't know. Mm. Um, one of my favourite comments on the Neighbours Council is someone – I forgot who. Sorry, there's literally no room in my brain right now. But someone said a very funny line, which was, why do they keep dressing Mackenzie like she's a divorcee going yachting? Like a rich divorcee going yachting. Yeah. Why doesn't she dress like a teenager? Why not? Why are they getting it so wrong? They get Harlow so right. Mm. Anyway, side note. I'm enjoying her side plat, though. I think that's a – that's a sweet detail. So, do you want to touch briefly on Amy's return, Kate? Yeah. So, we knew Amy from when she was in high school with Billy and Anne and Lance, and she was dating Lance, yeah. which always felt like a weird pairing. Yeah, he... A mega dork. A, a woman at my work, his name is Plum, and she's English. She's hilarious. She just has great little turns of phrase, and one of them, which she said about it, a beautiful friend of ours who had a, a new fella. She goes, oh, he's cute. I mean, he's still batting, <laughs> which is like he's still batting above his average. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was a terrible accent. But 
he's batting. Lance was batting. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he was he was just a dork. I mean, what, what he came back as a Teletubby or something. I feel like was he into like Star Trek or something? Probably. Yeah. Probably had uh, figurines, or as friend of the pod Adam Richard calls them, dollies. Amy was great, fun, but to me, she was like she didn't have as interesting a storyline no. as the main three. When she left, and I love this detail, it was to become a flight attendant, and I do remember this specifically. She left Ramsey Street to be closest to the airport, which we are, where we live, are closest to the airport. And I love that she never once returned. No, she's like, I just want to go beyond the flight path. And it turns out that she, um, with the downturn in the industry, she's, her airline's gone defunct. Yeah. She she was flying to, was it to Fiji or something? Was it (laughs) Ansett? Amy, that happened like six months after you left. Yeah. Um, She's just been kicking around ever since. she's like, you know what? I'm just going to pivot. I'm going to start start designing uniforms. Wow. I used to work for a very large Australian company and it wasn't my company that specifically that designed uniforms, but they had a huge company that designed uniforms. And that's a very specific job to design uniforms. How do they get the tender? Do they just put it, do they just turn up to a hotel and book a meeting with Yeah, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't. I'm pretty sure the companies would contact them. Do they have to do an online application? Well, it's bizarre because yeah, I mean, there's a there's a few like big uniform manufacturing companies, but they actually have you know like pattern graders. You need like you need really specific people, and you need they would have a basic men's pants. And there's like an OHNS, like they would have to know breathability and comfort yeah, levels. But like, well, for but for uniform, they've just got to um, have good longevity as well. You can't just go and buy something from Supre and have it as a uniform because it's not going to last more than five washes. Especially if Hendo's got the steamer all the way up in the laundry. You want to make sure there's some durability there. What the hell's going on with that? Should we talk about that on Patreon? Yes. <laughs> okay, yes. What the hell? <laughs> Another dark day for Lassiter's. Um, because there's a, there's one thing I want to save for next pod is the little gambling ring that's going on. I want to save that. But yeah, we'll talk about a bit of Hendo in Patreon trimmings, not rimmings. So, Kate, it's not Project Runway. It's very technical and it's not the glamour part of the fashion industry either. But, you know, good salary. What did you think of Amy's little prototype dress? Oh, it was insane. Like with the, the big shoulders on it and that. I mean, I do mind. It, it was, I don't think it's appropriate for a suburban hotel, but 100% more appropriate than that weird French maid's outfit oh that Harlow was again trotting out. And why does Harlow have to be, why does it have to be the boys be the porters and the girls be the maids? What the hell is that about? Why can't Harlow be a porter as well? I don't understand why um, Harlow wouldn't be on reception. Yeah, perfect job for her. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't understand why she would get a shit job when she's Paul Robinson's granddaughter. And why are they all talking down the cleaning staff? Like, they're going, oh, I have to go scrub toilets. I'm like, that. that is honest work. It is. Learn some humility, you son of Pierce of shit. And in these COVID times... Yeah, well, you, you do not want them cleaning up your COVID bathrooms, We have do you? no greater respect than for the cleaners of the world. Yeah, and then Hendrix again, um, slamming working in retail as well. Ugh. Too good for grease monkeys. Yeah. I'm sorry, Hendo. I think we all well, yeah, are. I'm too good for grease monkeys, yeah. I, so, Amy, dress. And why is she only designing the women's wear? <laughs> no, no, because she was checking out old mate's caboose as of well. Of course, she was looking, yeah. That guy, I looked him up on LinkedIn and he's, <laughs> I think, is he a publicist or something for Channel 10? Oh, really? He works on the other side of the camera at Neighbours. They're like, whose ass can we get close to? It's going to have to be someone in the bubble. 
Oh, well done. That's oh, that's a fun, that's a star turn. He was one of my favourite kind of extras this week, aside from the two non-speaking extras in the uh, card game. Oh, I loved that lady. <laughs> the lady in the card game. He's like, mm, doing the, mm, I'm folding face. Let's hop, let's hop over to Patreon because I want to talk about this quickly. So, Vaya, I'm, I'm sitting here admiring your garden and I feel you're itching to have a plant rant for me. Give me a home among the gum trees with lots of plum trees. She's lying because um, my garden is full of weeds. But I would like a plant rant because I would like to take some advice from Jane mm. who told Clive this week that he should plant some zinnias yep, in the yep. summertime because then by autumn he'll have lots of lovely flowers. I mean, they're pretty pro- prolific flowers. Oh, I was going to say, should I plant some zinnias? Yeah, potentially. And like in pots? Oh, well, no, no. That whole conversation led me to thinking, that's what, is that what is going to happen to the Brendan? Are they going to move in there? Jane and Clive mm. together. Well, because it's weird. She's in a weird housing situation. She is. He's in a flat that doesn't have any garden. Oh, okay. Are they going to be the new Imagine Harold of that house? I'm really excited by that. But I actually literally want to know if I should plant some zinnias in this hot mess of a garden. Yeah, you could. Okay, yeah. great. And an old rocking chair. So, in our absence, Yashvi has finally put the pieces together and realised that Dippy is a piece of shit. You know what I love about this? Yashvi was fine when she – she was fine with it before. She's like, I thought you were just boning him. She's like, I thought it was just a fling. I thought – Why wouldn't you? <laughs> I thought it was just a quick fuck to get over your problems with Dad. But you developed feelings. How does that make it – Worse, Yashvi, shouldn't it be better? Shouldn't you be more sympathetic when you go, okay, mum developed actual feelings for this man. Now I can sympathise. I think it was because she'd seen her dad as the villain throughout this and that Dippy kind of fell, slipped and fell onto um, Pierce's knob. Yes. (laughs) But now she's realised, oh, she hasn't just physically um, cheated on my dad, she's emotionally cheated on him too. Which is, she goes David stratosphere level anger. I'm like, guys, there are gr- shades of grey here. No, no, no. This Dippy's still terrible. And I I am actually now dodging the, the, the online presence of Sharon Joval oh. by, by criticising Dippy. But Let's no. speak her name. Dippy, you're to blame. Yes. Pierce, we've already called him Pierce a shit because he's cheating yes. on his recently miscarried wife. And let's reiterate, we know that we know that Dippy's written. We know that she, But Dippy has had a twenty year relationship with her husband. Anyway, on to the next storyline. Which is us doing shitizen on citizen. Oh man. And I have a shitizen. I've got a citizen. And his name is Toadfish Rebecca. Hang on, but he got rid of Bordry oh. for us. You are running a non-for-profit organisation. Mm. You are trying to help disadvantaged people mm. in our community, okay? And you haven't had an admin manager mm. since Tarage left last yeah, year or whatever useless. it was. Yeah, He's useless. You cannot – and now you're like, oh, I already spent the free $25,000 into this new buddy, buddy club. I've already spent the money. Why do you keep – not doing any of your business until you have to hire a woman to do it for you. Mm. Either hire one permanently or stop just flying by the seat of your pants, wasting donors' money. You might as well just go and put it in the dirt by the Spoonville that Nellie and Hugo have made for Sonia. Oh, God. And the little sign, we love you, mummy. Oh, oh no. I've I've seen a lot of vandalised Spoonvilles. This is oh, not going to no, end well for those kids. Their time has come and gone and mm. they're, yeah. They need to move on to the Spoonville in the sky, like Sonia. Have you got a citizen, Kate? You know what? I had a different citizen, 
which was going to be Jane for, for boning Clive. Honourable mention. But now I'm going back to Amy because there's one thing I forgot to mention in this story. Like she's come in like a breath of fresh air, a bit of zazz. We like that with a new character. And um, a buddy for Toadie, actual buddy. <laughs> and I was just thinking then she could probably just end up working at the foundation. Oh, yeah. And then again, and if she's here, however long she's here for. Actual love interest. Do Toadie's um, books and then he goes away and then he runs the foundation to shit again. Oh, no, do his books and his bed and then leave. Oh, you wanted to go get with Toadie. Why wouldn't you? She's flirting with Puffy, though. <laughs> can't, can't do the brothers. Well, it's never stopped anyone in Ramsey <laughs> Street before. But no, no, I was going to say one of my lines of the week was when Paul said to her, you know, as a fellow former flight attendant, and I was like, yeah, that's the old school reference I'm here for. I love that for him. And I, I don't think CJ knows that he was a flight attendant, but I think this has just put another little notch in her column. I love it that he went from that to, to high-class businessman. Yeah, beautiful. And that, Hendrix, is why you do some honest work yeah. and you work your way up. I feel he'd, be, he'd work well as a flight attendant as well. Hendrix now? Yes. Yeah, he'd be wonderful. I mean, there's very few jobs in it right now. <laughs> yeah, well. Well, what a good time. Um, Kate, CJ will be with us soon, hopefully, as well. Find her, CJ the Hot Mess Mum, on Instagram. And I am Vase on Instagram. And we are Neighbours Pod on Twitter, Neighbours Council on Facebook. And Kate, I'm Remude on Twitter. Patreon.com slash Neighbours Pod. Don't, yeah, don't forget to rate or review us on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, you cannot forget that. Come on, guys, do, do your little Christmas deed of the year. Community service. And keep safe, stay healthy. We'll chat yep. soon. Bye. Bye. With all your cats.